The following episode of TOEFOP is rated MA for mature audiences. It may contain sexual references, time travel references, allegations of bin misconduct, and mild coarse language. TOEFOP advises that this episode is not suitable for anyone under the age of 15 or anyone who thinks a comedy conversation between two old mates sounds like a terrible idea for a show. Minors must be accompanied by a parent or guardian. This is John Deke speaking. Relax, this is Tofop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello, and thank you for watching. Uh, a bit of feedback on last week's show, Will, the uh, saga of the lost slash stolen phone. Oh, yeah. Um, a few people uh, in the chat uh, have said that uh, they enjoy the uh, the mundane stories that I bring to the table. They get a lot of enjoyment about the day-to-day uh, going-ons of my life, whether it be bins or, or mobile phones. So sometimes I prepare stuff, like I'll bring an article in or, or something like that. But then I'm like, well, if people love in the mundane stuff, let me give you some mundane stuff. And this is something that you can contribute on too. Okay. All right. So, okay. I'm a bearded man. I like having a beard. I like having different lengths of beard. I like to adjust, you know, the style, mustache sometimes, full beard sometimes. It's a complicated uh, uh, canvas I'm working with. I mean, pretty mundane so far. Oh, strap yourself in. It's going to get real mundane. But this is something that's been sort of playing on my mind. And you're always good to talk to. You're always very rational. You give me good advice. So I figure like maybe this is where Tofop pivots. After 351 episodes, we actually work out what this show is. The most mundane mundane podcast on the (laughs) internet. We've led off at the start of the episode with, well, it turns out our niche is mundacity. Well, Clawson is a Danish name, so do we just call the podcast, you know, uh, Mundanish? <laughs> and, each, and each week I'll eat a Danish and you'll tell me a mundane story. <laughs> <laughs> well, get yourself a big plate because this, this has a lot of kind of uh, moving parts to it. Okay, and right. a lot of it has to do with my own kind of, um, my own brain. What is wrong with me? So... Uh, like I said, complicated um, facial patterns required for me. Um, you know, often I have to trim my beard. I don't like being clean shaven. I like a, a good beard trimmer that takes it down close if I want it close. But I also like to style the beard when it grows out. I heard you talk so, to Matt Stewart on Fofop. Very funny. Yes. So, by the way, uh, loved oh, you guys you. bonding both over St Kilda Football <laughs> Club and New Metal in the exact same episode. <laughs> it's like two 15-year-olds <laughs> getting together, isn't it? <laughs> And I did notice that you both had a conversation because he's got a very impressive beard that you had a bit of a conversation about your trouble spot is between clean shaven and growing back your beard because it is too rough for both your wife and your child. Yeah, that's right. So I try and keep it, if you think of it like a clipper length, uh, above a three is probably where I need to keep my beard. That's when it softens out. Anything below a three becomes like sandpaper. Um, uh, So... I have done a lot of research on beard trimmers when I've um, been working on TV shows. Great, by the way, to know, though, if you're ever doing work on your deck again, you know, and you need to sand it <laughs> oh, back. Oh, yeah, right. Just put my face on it. <laughs> you just go, I'll go and have a shave and then give me a day. All yeah. Right, and I can varnish this right up. So when Iona finds me unconscious face down in the deck, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I, I was uh, sanding it. I was uh, sanding it. That's what I was doing, yeah. <laughs> sanding it, honey. Sanding. <laughs> your, dad, your dad is a handyman. What's all that beer bottles doing there? Nothing. Uh, that was just, yeah. uh, I was c- capturing rainwater. Rainwater for the garden. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I've done a lot of research. Uh, every TV show I've worked on in the makeup room, they often have a, a variety of clippers. And, um, you know, I, I always would have a, long conversations with the makeup artists about, well, you know, I think this works. And so I'm not a big fan. There's basically two kinds of beard trimmers that you can get. One is like the clip-on, where you clip on the, the different guards. So, you know, started one, two, mm-hmm. three, four, but you, and I find that kind of fiddly and annoying. The other one is kind of like an extendable guard, usually on a oh. dial or some kind of like slider. So you can, you know, and you, you keep it all together. And that's my preferred beard trimmer. Um, but I about will tell four- you, by the way, because I have, um, with uh, the very quick uh, yeah. side story, because my- oh, no, no. Uh, Please, we'll need some padding. Your- <laughs> Like, some padding, yeah. some padding to this mundane story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here I come with some padding. Yeah, so, some icing. Um, it's hard rubbish in my area at the moment, and uh, because everybody's been locked in, in lockdown and they've been locked in their house, obviously for you know months at a time now, they've clearly all had time to just stare at shit in their house they hate <laughs> and decide that it belongs on the nature strip. So in my area, and particularly because we don't have the scavengers at the moment because people can't go five kilometres outside their LGA. So normally in my neighbourhood, some good stuff goes out, but it all immediately disappears as the scavengers Normally, come. we've talked about this before in your neighbourhood, normally it's all good stuff. Like the stuff that people throw out in your neighbourhood is like first choice for most other households. Well, some of the stuff that's been thrown out of my neighbourhood got thrown back into my house, as you well know. So, <laughs> you had famously you had two Chesterfield armchairs that were in the pod cave in your Sydney home, right? That was hard yeah, rubbish. and they're still there. And I'm considering putting one of them back out in hard rubbish because I don't have room for both of them anymore. I still have room for one, but I am thinking about separating the pair and putting the other one out. It's also meant that over the last couple of days, I decided that I would. You know, I haven't been living in the house, you know, much in the last sort of year or so. You know, we've had guests in and out. You know, some stuff just gets messy and accrued. And so there's all these drawers in the kitchen. And so I've cleaned out all the sort of, uh, you know, cooking implements. I've like washed everything. I put everything kind of through the dishwasher. I cleaned out the cupboards, did all that sort of stuff. Then I decided I would tackle the drawers that have just had shit shoved in them over the years. So... There's about three of them in the kitchen and there's one in the bathroom. It was just like, uh, just full of shit that... And so in my bathroom cupboard, I would have found 12 of what you're talking about, those clip-on extenders. Because I only ever use the beard trimmer to just trim straight back down to what it trims to. Like, that's like what what I will go to, but I never use any of the... You don't need anything longer than a one then. Or maybe you don't need need any of them at all. You're just using the actual actual clipper blade. Literally the blade, yeah, the clipper right. blade, that is what I use. And I so in my cupboard, there was like, I reckon, 16 extenders, extenders. Can I ask why you don't just use like a normal wet razor? Oh, I don't I don't like it smooth, smooth. So I'm a bit different to you. Like if right. it goes smooth, smooth, my face feels funny. But if I just take it down to that like sandpapery, because I don't have the sandpapery consistency. <laughs> like you, you, we, we would have to do the deck with your face first right. to really yeah. sand off okay. some shit. Yeah. But if we just needed to give it that, you know, like on a fingernail file, there'll be like a coarse one, there'll be a medium one, there'll yeah. be like a fine, which is just for like really shaping. Mine is fine. Or is it like two sides of Velcro? Like you've got the hard side of Velcro and the soft side. If you and I kissed, would our faces get stuck together? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> 351 <laughs> episodes in. We get to it. This has all been an elaborate yeah, ruse to get you to kiss me. this was going to be mundane, but now Charlie and I are going to kiss. Well, the minute we can get back into the same studio, maybe we'll make that a bonus episode. We kiss and see if our faces stick together. <laughs>
<laughs> like Velcro. Um, right. Okay. So um, I've done a lot of research on, on, on clippers, the ones that I like. And mm. so I like the one with the guard that's attached so you don't have to clip the ones on and off. But I found this, um, uh, this one particular beard trim about four years ago. It's a Remington. And it has a pop-up mustache trimmer as well. So you think about it like a, it's like a switchblade. You press a button and this tiny little blade pops out from the front. Or like, it's more like in Alien. You know how they have the second little mouth that pops out? Oh, yeah. It's like that. <laughs> so you've got the main clipper bit for your face. And then when you want to trim the edges, you hit this little button and a little mouth comes out. And you can do. And it's brilliant. It's, it's such a great beard trimmer. But, but it's about a specialist. Specialist. Like the- the mustache is like he's a, I don't want to touch the rest of your face. I have a mustache specialist. Yes, exactly. And I love this beard trimmer so much. And then about maybe 18 months ago, a year ago, tragedy struck and the guard, the, the plug on guard snapped. So a couple of the teeth broke. So it was no longer possible to use because you just get like an uneven beard. So it comes with another kind of um, like a backup guard, I guess, which is like a clip on thing with a little dial, but it doesn't offer the same sort of degree of finesse. Like you're not getting the same kind of like degrees in between uh, hair levels and all that kind of stuff. But I've been using it begrudgingly, mainly because I love the mustache trimmer. It's such a, it's a great, such a great addition. Anyway, um, when we started, uh, when we came to the Gold Coast, we sort of left home in, in such a rush that I didn't bring my charger. And so I had probably about, you know, two or three weeks of been able to use this thing before it, it busted out and I've been trying to find like-minded, you know, plugs and all the accommodation of staying in like unplugging alarm clocks and stuff. And I don't know. Oh, look, I'm not an electrician. I don't know how it works, but I'm finding plugs that are exactly the same size, but I guess it's something to do with like the wattage or the voltage or something like that, because I'm plugging them in the lights coming on, on the charger to say it's charging, but then it's not taking any juice. Do you have any opinion on that? Yeah. Electricity is very fussy about what it serves. It's like, <laughs> this is not an alarm clock. Fuck that. This guy's going to rub this on his face. Well, it's like, do you notice when you went to the States and you tried to plug in appliances, yes. like you'd get the adapter and it wouldn't work? Because of the different wattage. It's so stupid. Like everyone should just, <laughs> it should just be like universal. Why can't the power of electricity be much simpler? Yeah. <laughs> Why can't it be one size fits all? It should be Why one size fits all. Why can't I use the all? same amount of electricity on my vacuum cleaner as I do on my razor? Well, they used to do like, you know, region coding for DVDs and things like that. And then everyone was like, this is fucking stupid. Let's just unlock it and have like a global standard, you know, for whatever format we're going to use. They should do the same thing with electricity. It makes no sense unless, you know, there's Well, you've got countries- to take it to some dodgy retailer who can rewire it for you. You'll be like... <laughs> Mate, yeah. it's okay. You'll be able to use this plug for everything. Uh, so the, char- the, the, the the shaver wasn't working. So I was like, okay, this has been a good shaver to me, but maybe it's time to get a new one. Yeah. And I'm a bit like, I'm not like you. You, something breaks, you get a new one. I'm much more kind of guilty Catholic where I will use something until it crumbles. I will try and like hold it together with masking tape and stuff. And, you know, Gemma's always like, just fucking like get a new one. What are you trying to do here? What are you trying to prove? And I'm like, I've got integrity. I just don't throw things away once they stop working. I hang on to it. I'll do my very best. I leave no shaver behind. Yeah, but there's a problem with your approach, which is that there's two positions that are reasonable. One is that you throw it out and you get a new one. But I understand there's some argument that that's not good for the world and it'd be better if we like didn't throw out as many things and replace them all the time. And it's that sort of consumerism that's leading to the destruction of the planet. 
So there's the other end, which is the people who repair things. You know, there's repair yep. shops and kiosks and community groups that get together and go, you know what, if you've got a shaver, I can rewire that shaver and we can get it going again. But you are stuck in some limbo in between, which yeah. is just continuing to use the broken product. <laughs> like you're not fixing it. Yeah. You're not trying to take it apart and rewire it and make it work again. You're just literally just going, stubbornly. it's broken, therefore I am going to just keep using it. It's like you've got a hole in the bottom of your drinking glass, yeah. but as long as you drink quicker than the water falls out the bottom, you're still getting some water and you're like, this will do. I literally had a water bottle that had a leak in it and I refused to get a new one. I just wouldn't fill it above the leak point and I would hold it on the on the side where the leak wasn't when I was drinking from it. And again, Gemma was like, can you please just get a new drink bottle? Because again, these are not majorly expensive items that we're talking about no. either. Like I no. understand if this is like, you know, like a you've got a lawnmower yeah. and, you know, you're right on lawnmower like, one of the blades is a, like you know a little wonky or whatever, and you don't know how to replace it yet. But at some stage you will, and I kind of understand that persistence. But these are water bottles and like razors are mm. inexpensive items really to replace. Yes, hundred percent. So I first thing I did was try and find a replacement guard for this particular brand yeah. of Remington, um, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Couldn't even really find a spare part place. Mm. Sometimes you can find like. You know, uh, it's because they're all in my bathroom cupboard, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it turns out I am some sort of tycoon. I've struck fucking. It's like <laughs> it honestly you, does feel like that. If you had counted on the fact that there'd be like lockdowns countrywide and you know people shutting their borders, people stuck into state with no charges and needing you know new blades, you, you would have made a fortune. I'm like one of those guys who stockpiled toilet paper at the yes. start and tried to sell it for $20 a roll. I should have been farming out these razor guards. Um, so I couldn't find the replacement um, guard, the one that, that oh. you can scroll up and down. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go start looking at new razors. And I also went to the Remington website and from what I discovered, it was discontinued. Like that particular brand. I was like, oh, that's, that's a bummer. Okay. So it turns out not far from where I'm staying, there's a shaver shop. A big uh, outlet store with, you know, dozens of brands of, of beard trimmers. And I'm like, well, this should be like an easy process. I'm just going to go in. I have two requirements. One is I want the built-in guard that's on an adjustable dial and I want the mustache trimmer. That's all I want. Um, and so I go in and a lot's changed, Will, in the last, you know, four or five years um, of uh, trimmer technology. Uh, for one thing, ball trimming is all the rage. <laughs> I'm not oh, sure yeah. if you're aware but everything's for your balls now. Like there are so many wet trimmers, ball trimmers. And it's funny how some of the ball trimming products, you know, they use euphemisms and stuff like, you know, if you want to clean downstairs and others are like, this is how you trim your testicles. <laughs> this is how you do it. Get your scrotum out and cut the hair off it like this. I mean, I've got to be honest with you. I like the more direct approach. If I'm yeah. going in to buy something to trim my testicles, which I am not, <laughs> I need to point out 100% I am not. Uh, but if I were to do that, I think I would want to purchase a product that had really direct instructions about what it was I was doing. I wouldn't want to like open a euphemistic instruction book, like where it was referring to it as down there or the area. I'd be like, no, 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 no. How, how closely do I put it to my scrotum? <laughs> well, I guess men, with the advent of all this ball trimming technology, men have been experiencing what women have experienced for years when it comes to advertising things like you know tampons or sanitary pads. It's like, 
what are you doing with all this blue dye and stuff? Like this is, it's confusing. So now for men, it's like they'll put shaving cream on a watermelon and run one of the razors over it. You're like, what? Like, yeah. Does this guy have elephantitis of the nuts? What's going on? I've never got a hairy watermelon. And if I did, the first thing that I would think about is not shaving it. I would be returning it. I'd be like, there is, there is clearly pubic hair all over the outside of your watermelon. I mean, it was an interesting insight into how male grooming has changed. Like I think it's no, you know, it's not a surprise to anyone that advertisers realize what about 20 years ago that half the market they were missing out on. So now they're just like advertising as hard to men's insecurities as they are to women's. And so there were so many products in there, which is like, if you've got a hairy back, you gross pig, shave it with this. You know, if you've got gross hair here, shave it with this. People are disgusted by you. Shave in the shower, you pig. Like all this You know what I love about that as well is that the lesson that we learned out of it wasn't that men have been able to be gross pigs and not have to shave their balls and stuff like that. So therefore, perhaps we could have those same standards for women that they can present themselves however they want to with hair on their bodies and you know, not makeup or whatever it is that they choose to do. And that is okay. No, our lesson was we must make men feel bad about these yeah, things You're all well. gross. It's the Garden of Eden principle. It's once you've eaten the forbidden fruit, we're gonna re- you're going to realize you're naked and you're going to feel tremendous shame about being naked and you want to do something about being naked straight away. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, otherwise, how are we going to sell your shit? <laughs> so if we can't exploit your absolute fucking shame about how you look. <laughs> By the way, also, yeah. the idea of selling this, you know, like maintenance regime in a time of lockdown when people aren't actually seeing each other is also, are you doing it for yourself? Like, who is it that is going to suddenly, you know, or is it just that sort of thing of like, oh, well, I'm at home and the only other person who's seen me perhaps is my partner or friend or whatever, and at least I should look good for them? I think you are forgetting about social media. I mean, right. from what I can understand, everyone's yeah. How am I going to get my dick out on yeah. Grindr? <laughs> <laughs> People can't see the forest for the trees, so to speak. I mean, that's what it would be, right? Like everyone's sending nud- so. nudie pics to each other and stuff. It's like you can't have physical contact. So here's this. Here's my hairy watermelons. <laughs> Well, <laughs> my baby smooth watermelons i should say yeah. um uh, uh so so i go into the shop and i'm looking at all these products and i say to the lady can you just take me through the beard trimmers i said here's my here's the here's the abc's of me baby here's what i need i want like a, a built-in guard adjustable guard and i want a, a mustache trimmer and blah 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 and so she said, and she's oh. like, but how hairy are your balls? What are you going to do about your balls? <laughs> she said, your watermelon's all right? <laughs> what are you going to do about your dirty, hairy watermelons? <laughs> and, she, and she said straight up, she's like, oh, and she's gone, well, we can sell you uh, this one. This one has a mustache trimmer separate. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I want, want the, it separate. I, I want, want it separate. attached. I want the, like the alien mouth, you know, flick it out. And she's like, oh, I don't think we have one that does that. And I'm like. I mean, you got to be joking, right? Like, it's the greatest feature of the Remington. And I said, what's the, show me the latest Remington. And she's like, oh, this is the latest Remington. And she showed it to me, which is identical to the one I have, but they've got rid of the mustache trimmer. And I'm like, and you fools, a, you got, maniacs. they a meter long ball trimmer. It comes out a meter. It's just if you need to trim your taint, here's our extender for that. Because that's what with like are a, doing now. A dentist mirror and a foot long razor blade <laughs> so you can do your taint. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. They got rid of the one feature that to me was made, made it exceptional. So I was like, okay. Um, and I said, and like I said, I'm more than happy just to replace. I'm happy with the razor I have. I just want to replace the guard. And she's like, oh, well, you know, you can 
contact Remington, but you know, I, I, if, if it's discontinued, chances of them having it uh, are pretty slim. So I was like, okay. I said, look, let's just start again. I want a beard trimmer with an adjustable guard and a mustache trimmer. And you don't have that. Well, what would you advise? And she said, well, I would sell you this one separate and this one here. So I was like, okay. And we went through all the different kinds of beard trimmers. And to be honest, Will, if I'd listened to my instincts, none of them were floating my boat. It was not, it was like being on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not gelling with any, none of you are getting a rose. I'm not really feeling You're it with sit, any Sitting of you. around for three days hoping there's going to be an intruder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just was uninspiring. And, and, and yeah. you know, she, every, all the features that she was showing me were stuff like that. I don't care. Like she's gone, this one traps hair so you don't have to wipe up your sink. And this one you can take in the shower. And I'm like, you're not hearing me. I want a mustache trimmer built in. That's all I want. Also, by the way, it traps hair. So that, all that means is at some stage, you're going to have to empty out your hair yourself into yeah. something else. Or you can shave just into the sink and wipe it up. <laughs> well, what, when you um, trim your bum fluff, uh-huh. do you do it in the bathroom and wipe it up with a towel? Because this is a thing, you know, you know, when you live with a, a, a partner, it's a gross thing to go in and find like little hairs everywhere. So what's the decorum that you've adopted in your your shared space i shave when i'm uh, doing the television i shave once a week yeah okay. i shave once on a, a week you can shave yeah. once a week oh my god <laughs> when i'm doing the tv when i'm in real life when i'm not doing the tv about once every six weeks is that right yeah so i would see you in that time and not notice any difference in your facial hair is it is it taking that long what's your hormone levels at <laughs> like, well whatever i'm at today like this is five no this is a week so this is the week since I shaved. So I shaved on Sunday last week and we're that, recording on a Sunday. So that, whatever you're seeing right now that's incredible. is one week of me. I like, shaved here like down to a one two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. I think I got all yours. All the hair that you should have, I got. Yeah, so if so, I'll have a shave today because I like to shave a couple of days before the TV so I don't okay. like have too much of a baby face yeah. and um, there won't be so, like as you can see there won't really be a lot of hair in the sink anyway okay. so I'll shave just into the sink yep. and then I wipe that up like with a, and it's know, a towel or whatever okay. but then I'll just rinse whatever I can't you know easily wipe up down the drain see mine is the complete opposite you know to continue with the alien analogy it's like the acid for blood like I shave my beard and those little particles get everywhere like they get in the grouting, they get in the sink, they get in the floor. Like if I shave... On the outside I, of your watermelon that you just <laughs> in the bathroom while you're having a shave, you're like, how am I going to get that off? <laughs> like if I shave and then don't immediately shower, like washing my face is not good enough because it's happened before where I've um, shaved and then I've given Iona a cuddle. And the hair transfers to her, so suddenly she looks like a little She's version of me. Beard. She's got Isn't like a little... weird that our baby has a beard. Your baby looks like George Michael. What's, what's going on? <laughs> Your baby's just in the corner talking about how she wants her freedom. And and I, I was told by a makeup artist, and I don't know if this is true or not, but she said that you know she um, in between makeup jobs she'd work at a hairdresser's, and she said mm. it. She had to quit because um, the hair is. Like it gets everywhere. And she said hair can implant in your skin and start growing. Did you oh, know that? Oh, I didn't know that. Like I knew it, that it could implant in your skin. Yeah. She was saying that you can get like skin in your pores and it starts growing. You have to pluck it out. It, like transferring a plant, a pot plant. So essentially like, like a free advanced hair. 
I guess like, so. this is a strand by strand replacement. I don't know if it, or maybe it's not that it grows, but maybe it's sustained like a pot plant. So, you know, it goes into the pore and it's fed nutrients. Yeah. So what we're saying really, though, is that like if you're a boarding person and you can't afford advanced hair, get yourself a hairdressing apprenticeship. Go to a barber, just roll your bald head along the floor of a barber. You guys cool if I just come in for 30 minutes and just roll around in the hair on the floor? <laughs> Podcast Mike, can you do a bit of like fact-checking on that? Now I've said it, it sounds ridiculous. It but- doesn't sound like it's true. Like, or it sounds like if it is true, it's the sort of thing we would have heard about by now. But Well, yeah, I mean, I guess the point of her story was it would gross her out to come home and find and like other people's hair on her skin and under her nail and all that stuff. Maybe I could have sworn she said it grows, but maybe I just no. She, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna send her a message after this. <laughs> Double check that fact. Uh, so where were we? Um, kissing babies, um, giving them a beard, trimming. Okay. Well, um, you're at, uh, you're at the shaver shop. You, I'm still at the shaver shop. You, you want to get this new product from the shaver shop. They don't have the okay, one yeah. that you need anymore. The mustache trimmer. Yeah, yeah. But they do have a range of other new technology. Yeah, okay. So she's talking me into, we'll just get a separate mustache trimmer. Like this thing does ear, nose and and mustache. It's got all these adaptable blades and it's really good, which to be honest, as I'm getting older, is becoming more and more of a factor. Like the hair around my ears grows faster than the hair on my head these days. It's frightening. Like I have hair growing out of my earlobes around the whole of my ears. It's, It's a whole bloody mess. And nose hair as well. Like it's just, I need to get a whippersnipper in there. So... That I wasn't so kind of annoyed about. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to need to get a new nose and ear trimmer. So maybe if it's a really good must trimmer, mustache trimmer, it's worth getting as well. You know what, though? I don't like the fact that mustache trimmer has been demoted to the twos as far as I'm concerned here. Yeah, because it is. Like in the old days, it was hanging out with like beard trimmer, which is your face, which is your prestige location, right? This is your yeah. Broadway. For trimmers, the face is what we're showing to people all the time. The balls, yeah. that's its own area. That's a subculture. That's the dark web as far as I'm concerned, yeah. you know. Whereas your ears and nose feel like they should be separate to your moustache. Your moustache yeah. should get like, you know, the respect of being treated the same way as the rest of your face. Not like your... It's not an internal operator, your moustache. Your moustache is external, not internal. Yeah, I agree. And and it's all to do with the, the facial region mm. because it's a look you're creating. Like the moustache can't exist without the beard if you're going for like a, a full beard. Well, unless you're the host of the Curiosity Show. Right. Then <laughs> <laughs> a beard can definitely exist without a moustache. Uh, Podcast Mike has got some info. I can't find any reliable sources on the hair thing, but there are some forums where hairdressers seem to say that it's a thing. And also that hairdressers always wear closed-toe shoes. I remember her saying that, so the hair doesn't fall and grow on their feet. Yes, that's exactly what she told me. So is that where hobbits come from? I guess so. (laughs) They were a race of hairdressers back in the day. (laughs) Well, they all had those perms, Yeah. so it made sense. (laughs) Hairy feet and perms. <laughs> the Shire, ninety-five percent hairdressers. Uh, so she talks me into. Well, she gives me an option. So I find one beard trimmer that kind of resembles the Remington. It has the same kind of like uh, plugged-on guard, and it's got like an adjustable dial. And you know, I had to play around with it in the store. It seemed it seemed good. And and the beard trimmer slash uh, sorry mustache trimmer slash ear nose trimmer as well. So I had these two separate purchases, and I sort of was in my mind. I'm like, should I just search a bit harder? Like, should I am I am I ready to move on? Here's what I would have said: is like you're at the shaver shop, 
Yeah. And for me, the shaver shop feels like if they don't have it at the shaver shop, they're not going to have what I need somewhere else. My instincts so. would be like, come on, this place is literally called the shaver shop. What sort of shaver yeah. is not going to be stocked in the shaver shop? Yeah. So... I, you know what I did? I was smart. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about it. Mm-hmm. So I handed the boxes back to her and I said, look, I'm going to think about it. Um, I had a work thing a couple of days ago where I needed to sort of clean up my look. And I was like, all right, it's time now or never, Charlie. You're going you're gonna, to, what is it? Pot or shit on the, shit, shit on the pot or get on the pot? Or what's the, <laughs> is it shit, shit, in the, shit in the piss pot? Or what's the saying? Shit or get off the pot. Is that what it is? It's disgusting. <laughs> rush me to get off the pot I mean you don't know what my medical history is this might be very necessary for me to stay on the pot how dare you it sounds like rush someone me off the making pot. a whole bunch of excuses for sitting around on the pot all day not shitting <laughs> so I, 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 I did shit I indeed I did shit right in the show of the shop they said sir you're going to have to leave sir, take those watermelons I went back and it was a very, a very quick purchase because I had done all my investigation a few days earlier. And so I get this, uh, this, this beard trimmer and the, uh, the mustache nose ear trimmer and I get home. Did you consider talking to another person at the shaver shop just to see if they knew of a special supply of the mustache? Well, that- shit, it, was, it, was a, it was a second person when I went back in and I did ask again about the Remington because yeah. I was just not willing to let it go. And she gave me the same story. She's like, well, no, um, I think that one's discontinued. This is the latest one. No mustache trimmer. So um, I get home and I've got, you know, a couple of hours before this meeting and I bust out the new beard trimmer and it's charged up and I give it a go and it's garbage. Absolute garbage. It's not giving me the finesse I need. Uh, you take it down to a one, it's not nearly close enough, it's missing patches, it's just a garbage, garbage purchase. And I'm furious with myself, furious for just giving in that easily. I knew what I wanted and I allowed this person to talk me into it. In her defense, I did get out the nose and, and, and ear trimmer, pretty good, pretty good. But the mustache trimmer, not so great, not as good as Old Faithful, as the old Remington. So... I'm like, oh, God damn it. I read the returns policy and it's like, if you've used it, you can't return it. Obviously, you know, skin to skin, it's a bit gross, especially in COVID time. So I'm like, okay. I know, but that is tough because you don't know how good it is before you use it. Exactly. And that, and that exactly, Your Honour, <laughs> is my <laughs> argument. So I go back to the shaver shop yeah. and I say, hey... Um, you know, thanks for all your advice. Uh, the, I bought this one. And I said, look, but it was bad advice because you've sold me a shit shaver. <laughs> yeah. I used it once. I said, I just, I'm, I'm really not that happy with it. I said, what is your returns policy? And she said, well, have you opened it? I said, yeah, I've got the box and everything. It's just, I've used it. And she said, well, you know, we can't, um, we can't take it back. She's gone. However, you can come see my manager works on a Tuesday. She's got a bit more um, power than me. If she wants to return it, maybe she can. She said, the other thing you can look at doing is that particular brand has a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you might want to go direct to the manufacturer. And I was like, oh, well, that seems interesting. I've never exercised a 30-day money-back guarantee. You hear it a lot in advertising, but I've never really investigated it. But I'm like, okay, well, that seems like the smartest move. I don't have to put them out. They don't have to you know, explain to their boss why this thing's being returned. I just go straight back to the manufacturer. Not happy with your product. They're worse their weight insult or whatever the saying is if they're if they're going to pot piss in the pot or shit or whatever <laughs> i'll get my money back now just a little um addition to this story 
not an expensive purchase. 80 bucks. Yeah. Not a lot of money at all. Not really worth getting that upset about. I know 80 bucks is a lot of money to some people, but in this particular instance, you know, I can afford an $80 misfire. In the grand scheme of the world, 80 bucks is not a lot, but it's enough. It's annoying. That if it's a shit product that you're yeah. not going to get used, it's it's an it's expensive annoying. paperweight is what it is. So, mm. um I go onto the uh I go onto the website and I look up their 30-day um cancellation and it's this really weirdly worded legal document which is you have to be in possession of you have to have use the you have to have the item for at least 30 days before you mm-hmm. yeah before you, it's not like you return within 30 you have to ha- have the item for 30 days and then return within 100 days so i'm like <laughs> oh i see <laughs> fuck firstly yeah. <laughs> fuck you <laughs> fuck you if i don't like it on the first day i'm sending it back i don't have to have it hanging around my house so i can forget in 30 days and then you give me a window of a subsequent 70 days in which I can send it back. No, but thank you. That is, But that's clearly the tactic there, isn't it? It's like, well, in 30 days, they're either just going to give up or they're going to forget and we just wait out that next 70 days. Forget, because it's a shit product. You found out it was a shit product on the first day and then you put it in a cupboard for 29 days and forgot to fucking send it back. And so 10 years later, it's hard rubbish night. You're cleaning out the back of your cupboard, there it fucking is. And to make it even more galling, I was so annoyed... By, I mean, I was annoyed at myself. I wasn't annoyed at the shaver girl. She was just doing her job and, you know, I, no, I told exactly. her what I wanted and, and, and I just got it wrong. I was annoyed at myself that I hadn't sort of stuck to my guns or at least done a bit more research. And to make matters even more... And a little annoyed at Big Shaver. <laughs> you know, the fact that Big Shaver have looked at body hair and concentrated more on the watermelons than the moustache. Yes. I think is an oversight. That's right. What about us mustachioed gentlemen? Not, we, our balls are I mean, fine, it's but it's our moustache. the middle of the face. It's literally almost the most important bit of body hair on your entire body. And I feel like it's been devalued by the shaving industry. It's been shamed, Will. I'm going to go one step further. And I've been shamed for having a mustache. They're trying to make me feel like a second-class citizen. Yeah. Are you saying this thing that I wear below my nose is the equivalent of the shit that's in my ears? Well, it is not. <laughs> uh, even more galling, I decide before I take any action that I'm just going to have another search for this Remington and see if okay. I can find it. And I fucking find a brand new model of Remington that has a built-in mustache trimmer. Hang on. So this is a model that they told you didn't exist at the shaver shop? The model I wanted is obsolete. They don't make it anymore. But they've released a new model that is almost identical to the model I want. It's just like a souped-up turbocharged version. It has all the features I want and probably a bit more. Now, I don't know what happened. Can do your ears, nose, and and (laughs) watermelons as well. I don't know what happened in the interim because I honestly did like a huge search. I got the serial number of the shaver. I put it in Google. I looked for spare parts. I looked and everything. I, the, Rem, the Remington site said it was no longer in stock or it was, you know, no, no longer being manufactured. But I don't know if this is like literally in the two weeks since a brand new shaver's come out or, or what's happened, but it exists. And I was like, God damn it. And I see. Maybe at, at Remington, they've just wait, been waiting for one more inquiry. <laughs> Maybe they were like, we are not going to release this new model until there's like a thousand people who demand it. And you just happen to be the lucky thousandth. And when you walked into that shaver shop that day and they read through to headquarters, they're like, well, that's it. There's enough demand. Let's roll you, it out. You think they have their Google alerts for like Remington, the, the uh, what is it? The It's the Remington um, 4045. That's the model that I love. The Beecham 4045. 
I immediately purchase it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It has to come Amazing. from the States. Maybe that's I'll the, pay anything. <laughs> maybe that's the issue. Maybe it wasn't available because it wasn't available. Maybe I was looking on the Remington Australia website because when I booked it, it's like, it's going to take three weeks to get here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's coming from the US. Okay, so question. Yeah. Has it arrived yet? No, no. It's, it's, no, I only ordered a couple of days ago. Have you considered the fact that it won't work in Australia? Fuck no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But I ordered it from Amazon like the Amazon Australia, right? So okay. Oh my god. Will. Well, maybe maybe it'll be okay. I didn't, but it's not you, like I specifically went to an American site to order it yeah. and use an American credit card. I just used my normal Amazon account. Right. But it's coming from America. So, like, did you check? I'm assuming it's coming from America. Did you check Why is it, what the, um, uh, what the let's, plug let's was? Look, eh? Like, did you check no. what sort of plug it would have and therefore what sort of plug it would need when it came to Australia and whether... As the aforementioned wattage can be different in different places, whether it would indeed work on the same wattage in Australia. I'm just logging into my purchase history. Good stuff. This is good stuff. Good mundane stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Where would it say... Okay, it's uh, it's an 18 18 voltage 110 to 120 VAC. What does that mean? Okay. Uh, Podcast mic... Can you um, uh, just Google what is the standard charger for a, a, a voltage for Australian beard trimmers or, or shavers? Is it 18 voltage, 110? To, I'm just going to hang on. I'll just copy this and put it in Google and see. Shit, Will. Uh, I think it's US. Oh. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the disaster. I mean, it might be okay. Maybe it'll be fine. Maybe you just need... Do you have an adapter? They couldn't ship to Australia without putting an Australian plug-in, surely. Oh, I mean, I bet they could. I mean, it doesn't... It may come with, like, you know, because you've ordered it from Australia, maybe there is something in their system that means they send it with an Australian. But we have... The aforementioned problem is that sometimes they operate on different wattages, regardless of whether you've got the right cord or not. So, I mean, my VPN is set to is set to Australia, so yeah. it's not like it thought I was ordering in America. I mean, I don't know, man. Okay. How does it work? I'm looking at I'm looking at I just put that wattage mm-hmm. that voltage in, and it's their American plugs are coming up. Oh, oh this is gonna suck. Oh, I was cock of the walk a couple of days ago. I thought. <laughs> It solved all my problems. <laughs> this is a disaster. Ah, uh, I mean, but surely. So the actual unit, mm. the actual sh- the actual beard trimmer won't run if I use if I get my hands on the old charger for the original Remington. Won't that charge the new unit? I mean, it might charge it, or it might not work because it's different wattage. Look, if there's any electricians or anyone who knows anything about electricity who listen to this show and you want to contribute, that would be... I mean, it's going to be a pretty fun debating point until it arrives and you plug it in and we can see what happens. Well, I guess we've got content for the next three weeks. <laughs> Bit of sizzle. 
And that's a, that's a plus. Well, it's completely derailed what I wanted to ask you, which is like, I was going to ask, like, do I, because I've packaged, I've packaged the new one up, the, the trimmer I don't want. Yes. I was like, should I just go ahead and get my money back? Or do you think I just take the loss and walk away? No, I want to see if you can get your money back. I think they rely on the fact that people take the loss and walk away. Yeah, that's what I think too. But I'm going to be one of those one of those dudes. It's like with parking fines, how they're like, uh, who's going to write a letter in to get off the parking fine? But if you can be asked doing it, like, oh, I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> no fine for you. Yeah, I recently, I recently had like a red light camera um, and I saw it flash when I went off. And it was one of those ones where, you know, when you make the call of like you're close enough, you're like, is it going to be worse for me to break here or just like go through? And I must have like honestly just... Because I will always err on the side of stopping if I can safely stop. But this one, I clearly decided, no, nah, I mean, uh, the best thing for me to do is just advance at the speed I'm advancing. And even at the time when it flashed, I was like, fuck, that must have been real close because I can't, like, I really didn't feel like I had, you know, run the light. And so when it arrived in the mail, it really was, it was like one demerit point or whatever it was. And it was like a, like a fine of 110. Like it was obviously whatever yeah. the minimum can be for that scenario. That's what it was. And there was a big part of me that's like, I should fucking write a letter and say, I reckon I did the right thing here and get my money back and my point back. But who could yeah. be fucked? It's one point and 110 bucks. And I was just like, nah, I'm just going to pay it. Well, there is like all these kind of sub clauses in their returns policy, which is like, you know, you have to like demonstrate why it wasn't, you know, uh, you know, up to satisfaction and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I like those companies that are like, Hey man, you don't like it. Here's your money back. Like, do I, how do I demonstrate to you that your razor is shit? And also in the meantime, I need to trim my beard. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, do I, if I do that 30 day, uh, my concern is I'll use it over the next 30 days and then Stockholm syndrome, I'll start to like it. <laughs> it's like, well, that's part of their, that's part of their plan. Clearly. It must be like, cause two, two things. You either put it in your cupboard for 30 days and you forget about it or you go, ah, fuck it. I might as well use it for the 30 days. You've got to keep it for 30 days. And they hope that you will lower your standards during that time. And you'll be like, oh, well, it's not as good as my old one. But I kind of forget my old one now. I'm used to this one and this is fine. I'm not going to send it back. Well, I so woke up, I woke up this morning. It's been bothering me for a few days. <laughs> I've got a problem. I woke up so incensed this morning. We're house-sitting for some friends of ours who are away on holiday. And so they've got a lot more gadgets around their house. And I did find another plug the right size. Uh, I think it was plugged into, I don't know, something. And so I've... The, the, the old Remington is up there charging now. I'm hoping when we finish the podcast, I can go up and get a few more, just a few more shaves out of that one so I don't have to go back to the Bronx. So I think that's, that, that's what will happen is I'll use it, I'll use it. We'll move to a new accommodation. I'll throw it in the bag. I'll lose the box. Suddenly it'll become complicated. <laughs> the receipt will go missing, all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, ugh, I've got better shit to do. I've got a podcast to record. <laughs> <laughs> If you receive your new racer and you can't get it to charge in Australia for whatever reason, yeah, will you return that one? No, there's no returns policy on it. Oh. <laughs> that was the one thing, Will. When I made the purchase on Amazon I went and I went through all the conditions, it's like, this is no returns on this product. And I was like, why would I need to return it? I love this particular beard trimmer. This is my favorite. It has the built-in mustache trimmer, like the alien mouth. I will never have a reason 
to return this. Ah, oh, I well, mean, you might not have. Perhaps Remington. Perhaps this is part of the upgrade: is that it works on any power system. Maybe they have unlocked the universal adapter or something. I mean, you would have thought that if it didn't have the Australian adapter or the Australian plug, because all my details are Australian in there. It's an Australian credit card. It's an Australian address. It's coming to that. There would be because I've tried to you know when you try and purchase stuff. Uh, from Australia and America and they're like, that's not an American credit card or, or, or whatever and you have to use your VPN. That didn't come into play. Like, why would it be advertised on the Amazon Australia website if you can't use it in Australia? I mean, um, I that- imagine this is quite a common logic used by people who've just been defrauded. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would somebody ask for my credit card details if they weren't going to use them legitimately? Uh, all right, well... Strap yourselves in, teabaggers. In three weeks' time, on the 16th of September, we will find out. Yeah. This wasn't just a mundane story. Story. This is a mundane storyline. We hooked you in. <laughs> we're doing unboxing because we're doing stuff over Zoom now. So we're videoing Great. some of the podcasts. We're talking about releasing more video content of the actual podcast. Why don't we do an unboxing? I'll wait till we record and we can unbox live on the show. Maybe we can work out if I've been defrauded or not. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm I'm all in. I got to be honest with you. I'm like I won't be able to think about anything else for the next three weeks. All right. And by the way, for you as my friend, I am hoping that it will be able to be charged and you can live a life with this product that you value so much, and it'll bring you a small amount of happiness in a very hard time. But comedically, (laughs) clearly, I'm hoping for the fact that it will not charge when it gets to Australia. If I need to be very clear that I am conflicted about what I want the result. If anyone out there has a 3D printer or understands 3D printing and wants to make me a new um, adjustable guard, it's a Remington beard trimmer the four the serial it's the number four product number four zero four five and it's just it's the adjustable guard so i don't know if we've got some clever listeners out there who have 3d printers that's what i want also i love the idea that there is a subculture of other people who also are shouting out the 4045 you know people who are just like 4045 in the house there there will be i I went on was it quora and reddit and stuff and people i'm not the only guy who loves this beard trimmer it's like amongst us beardos (laughs) It's considered like one of the one of the best ones to get. One of the best multi-purpose. It's a Swiss Army knife of beard trimming. Let's get to some mail, Will. If you want to send us the mail, you can go to tofop.com. There's a little contact form down the very bottom. You can also sign up for our newsletter, Just the Facts, which comes out every Friday, keeps you up to date on all the latest go- toing, toings and goings, goings and fromings. What is it? Uh, comings and goings or things that are happening. Pissing and pottings. <laughs> yeah, on the Tofop network. And while you're at tofop.com, you can also listen to all our other great podcasts, including Willosophy. Who's on this week, Will? Jenna Owen, as people might know, the other half of the contact traces. Victoria Zerps was on Willosophy about a month or so ago. And her partner in comedy, Jenna Owen, is on the show this week. Uh, Dave Woodhead last week as well. I, I recommend people check that one out. David Woodhead from Triple J. And um, on Fofop this week, I will be joined by Justin Hamilton. We recorded that yesterday. It is very fun and very funny. So I recommend that people check that as well. And of course, it is AFL finals time. At the moment, we are recording this Sunday at midday, so the Bulldogs have not played in their elimination final yet. So my mood <laughs> for our podcast will be uh, very much determined in the next six hours or so. <laughs> Am I uh, right in understanding that Jenna Owen, is that where you mentioned me seeing her and Vic at the op shop? Yes. Right. Okay. Correct. All right. 
Well, I said my right. friend. I don't think I, I might have said Charlie, right. but I, I, perhaps I identified you fully. I can't really remember the beauty guy, the guy who loves to trim his mustache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a real beardo. Um, okay, let's get to some mail. This is from Brett. He says, "Hey guys, I have been fortunate enough to receive both of my Pfizer vaccine Pfizer vaccine doses." I thought it'd be amusing to wear my James Fosdyke original Everyone Relax t-shirt available at redbubble.com. <laughs> Thank you for plugging for us, yep. Brett. Uh, I was a little disappointed that I did not even receive a single comment on either occasion. Whilst I am not sure I saw any doctors, there were plenty of nurses and they were doing a fantastic job too. So big shout out to them. Perhaps they weren't TOEFOP fans or maybe they just weren't ready to relax just yet. I mean, they are big shout out to all the frontline medical workers at the moment because as our country is being swamped a little, particularly some of the big eastern states uh, with COVID cases and hospital admissions and ICU cases and the fact that frontline workers, both vaccinating people and looking after people are still, you know, 18 months into this, like still working at a ridiculous pace, I just think any time that we can have a shout out to them and the incredible job that they are doing. Um, probably don't have no, time to be listening to Tofop. think so. While they are, no. But you know what? In this case, you keep them living ah, so we nice. can keep them laughing. Uh, this is from Luke. He says, hi, gents. Um, I'm a recent patron, not a doctor. Uh, that's great. If you want to support us, uh, we forgot to mention that you can go to patreon.com slash Lots of bonus content up there. We put up a new bonus episode every couple of weeks. Right now, there is a mailbag episode, I think that's right. Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't uploaded it yet. By the time you hear this, there'll be a new mailbag episode up there. And there's a bunch of comic strips drawn by James Fosdyke. Really good stuff. Um, so be a patron like Luke. He says, a mate of mine was extolling the virtues of ice, the Iceman Wim Hof. His shtick seems to be... Uh, seems to be if you breathe and take ice showers, you can climb Everest yep. in your undies. This seems to be prime TOEFOP areas with Will as an Iceman denier. And frankly, I would expect Charlie to be all about this. I'm not sure about the host position on banana cakes. thought a deep dive or at least a 20-second cold shower would be worth uh, enlightening. I'm, I'm not uh, hugely familiar with Vinhoff. I'm, I'm aware of the basic principles. I saw some people doing it earlier this year. Um, down at a lake they're all in, jumping into this like kiddie pool that was filled with ice and stuff and seemed very culti cultish to me I think it's it's to do with the breathing technique Wim Hof breathing I believe and the breathing in being able to control your body so you immerse yourself in like cold water cold showers or like immerse yourself in cold water and you're meant to be able to through your breathing method um, your body adjust or something essentially to your body temperature or like it and it kind of resets your body temperature it, it is certainly one of those things that is on the of edges yeah of pseudoscience yeah <laughs> right next to the woo woo not not maybe not full on in the woo woo clan but uh definitely uh woo woo adjacent i would say but the, the thing i like about the vim hof thing is that we all know that breathing can affect your metabolism like the way that your body reacts to things and like there's been a whole bunch of studies on the effects of cold water. It's why, you know, athletes use like ice, ice baths and stuff after games. So, and it doesn't seem to be heavily monetized. My suspicion around all these things are always if it's like, you know, feels unnatural and is also being monetized. Whereas like a lot of the Wim Hof stuff, I think it's just like, well, you can just have a cold shower at home and right. do some breathing. And, you know, I don't necessarily think that's Haven't monks been thing. doing stuff like that for centuries where they'll, like, can, they can change their body temperature? They can sit out in the snow and meditate and all that kind of stuff? I mean, people have been doing stuff like that. I, I mean, I, do, I, I think that 
you know, the idea that the mind has some control over the way that your body reacts to certain situations and that breathing is super important. I mean, if anyone's, you know, seen somebody mm. have a panic attack, childbirth. Like you can see how breathing can be a way to get you through. Yeah, childbirth being obviously a major example of it. Shitting so, on a shitting on a pot before you get off. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, you know what? Just if you've shit, don't do a lot of breathing immediately after. That I do not endorse. <laughs> Fimhoff, fine. The Charlie Clawson, I've got. It's like Fimhoff. You have a shit, and then you sit on the pot and you like breathe really deeply. No, I don't know. Thank you. I don't know if that's Vimhoff, but that is Vim off. <laughs> uh, hey Vim, shit and then get off. They're <laughs> gonna shit or get off. Um, this is uh, from Taryn. Hey guys. I'm going to apologize straight away, Charlie, because this is purely an email to make a faux fop guest request to Will. Do you take requests? Uh, yeah, well, I'm willing to hear them. I, no, I technically don't take them. Like normally what happens is if someone suggests something that I was already thinking about, I might like, you know, send that person a message and get them on. But I don't know. Anyway, I'm happy to hear who it is. Okay. Normally I'd send this via Instagram or Twitter, but I figured you'd be super busy with Question Everything, which I'm loving, by the way. Thank question you. Everything, 8.30 uh, p.m. Friday, uh, Wednesday on the ABC, sorry. Uh, ABC iView as well, if you want to catch it up. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we've only done a couple of episodes so far, but it seems to be improving in the right direction and i'm very excited about uh, this week's episode who's on tonight's episode okay so uh, well last week this is the times that we currently live in obviously people have a whole bunch of things that affect their availability so i mentioned that uh, vic zerbst was going to be on the show last week and then uh she had to uh pull out due to a, an emergency unfortunately at the last moment so lauren bonner did the show from big natural talents check out that podcast it's very funny um uh, so, at the time of us having this conversation, our guests for this week are <laughs> Susie Youssef, who is absolutely brilliant, who's been on Philosophy, uh, Dane Simpson, who is an incredible, uh, very funny Indigenous comedian from Wagga Wagga, um, who, like, this is not a line that I often say, but I think I can just say in this context, was when I got arrested um, uh, on my way to Wagga Wagga, Dane was the first person that I saw who wasn't like a policeman or, a, you know, an official person. And so he came backstage to just you know, see if I was cool and to have a laugh with me and whatever. And still to this day, one of the funniest moments that I can't say in the story because it's not my story to tell and you'll understand when I say it. But he looked at me and he goes, mate, you've been um, uh, arrested by the police in Wagga Wagga for something you didn't do. I officially announce you an honorary Indigenous person. (laughs) And I was like, that is a very funny joke that I cannot repeat, unfortunately. Um, is it possible this is oh, Tom Cashman me? sorry uh, Tom oh. Cashman is the third guest as well so um, if you haven't seen his uh, TikToks I highly recommend Tom Cashman very funny brilliant um, if it's all possible can you please get guest Charlie's back like Matt Kirshen or Graham Elwood yes alright there you go Will's taking requests for Fofo from now on at some <laughs> stage I've, I've wanted to get them both on, back on at some stage so at some stage uh, a final bit of mail here is from Joel um, the subject line is, am I becoming a Charlie? God, I hope Great. not. Hi, Charlie and Will. I thought I would drop you a line to get your collective thoughts on matters. My wife and I have recently had our first child. Congratulations. What a ride that has been. She's mostly happy and healthy, so we have no real complaints, except for the bastards that have stolen our bin twice. Last week, 
Our bin was nicked from our house. My wife promptly called the council and had it replaced, only to find out that the bin would be replaced with a smaller version. That was okay. We could handle that. We never filled the other one anyway. But little did we know that within 12 hours of the new one arriving, it, was to, it too was taken from our property. What a range of emotions this has opened up for me. I don't understand why our bins have been targeted. I'm both angry and saddened that there are people out there who believe this kind of behavior is either acceptable and or funny. Anyway, Charlie, do you have any tips on not losing your shit over your bin antics? Uh, no. I Firstly, <laughs> I would love if they rang the council for another replacement bin and they sent them one, but it was even smaller than the last one. <laughs> it's like, like a Russian every doll. time <laughs> you lose your bin, they'll send you another one, but it's smaller in size than the previous one. Um, do I have any... Uh, no, I lost my shit. Clearly, if you listen to the show, you know that I don't handle bin theft very well. It is bizarre that it would happen within 12... Uh, a 12-hour period. That makes me think that it was the pristine nature of your new bin. I'd, I'm My theory, my hunch, two different two, two different thieves. I reckon Absolutely someone, not. the first one was an opportunistic and then the second one was like, oh, that'll be great to fill with beer at my next Australia Day party. No, 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 no. I think this is like criminals having the best day of their entire life. They've stolen a bin, a dirty old bin, and then these suckers who've already identified that they can't keep an eye on their own bin, can't control their bins. <laughs> now they've got, it's essentially you've stolen someone's old car and then the next day they've rolled up with a brand new car and parked it in the same plate, place and you're just like, <laughs> beauty, I'm also stealing that car. Uh, currently we're doing a sneaky nighttime runs to dispose of our rubbish in our neighbour's bins. Mm. What have I come hurt to? people, hurt people. the great work, thanks for the laughs. Yeah, that's what I think that is. I mean... I think I don't know that that is. Uh, look, I'm not above dumping um, rubbish in neighbors' bins. In fact, I, when I packed up my apartment in Sydney that last night, I was there and I just had a few bags of rubbish. I did do a sneaky run around and, and dump into some um, unprotected bins. But surely you can call the council. And here's my recommendation. This is what I did when I was in my the the the, the peak of my bin madness. Is I bought a padlock and a chain. And I drilled holes through the lid of the bin and the and the side of it, and and would lock my bin shut because no one's stealing a bin that they can't open. I got to be honest with you. At this point, I'm intrigued of where the bin's going. So I would much like when I was at primary school and somebody was stealing the lunches from people's lockers and bags. What uh, they did was they planted a disgusting sandwich. Right, so like they made this disgusting sandwich, and then they planted it in. It was meant to be like I guess the ink dye, you know, bombs that go off in like bags of money at the bank yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And so like you know, it's the thief would sandwich. find this disgusting sandwich. And I think maybe get one of those little trackers you can put like on, um, like you know, you buy them and you like put them on the on your keys or whatever. And well, as we discovered last week, Will, an ordinary iPhone, <laughs> just leave that in there, you just find my phone. Yeah, I mean, but this feels like too much. I don't want to spend, like, yeah. I don't want to risk the fact that I've also, honey, I've lost the bin and also <laughs> yeah. my iPhone. <laughs> like, that's too much. But I am willing to invest in one of those little tracking devices, put it on the bottom of the bin and see where the bins are going. Because I would love yeah. to go and find somebody who's just, like, I've got a house full of bins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, do you think it would be, do you think it's a crime of opportunity or do you think now it's become more of a, they're keeping an eye on this couple and they're vulnerable? I mean, I, I would just be, no, I'd be setting a honey trap. 
I'd be like yeah. freshening up that <laughs> Sexy beer. Sexy I'd be like just putting a ribbon on it maybe. Yeah, just like, look at this. Maybe just like roll it up and down the street a bit, you know. <laughs> just parade <laughs> it. Work it, baby, work it. <laughs> All right, that's Tofop for this week. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Will Anderson.